When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Reds lost a tough one to the Cubs on Wednesday night in 10 innings, 4-1 to the final score. Jason Hayward hit a three-run homer off Brad Brock to win it for Chicago. Until the 10th, Reds pitching was really good. Vladimir Gutierrez gave up a home run to Ian Happ in the first inning, but he ended up throwing five really good innings. Tony Santion, Luis Sessa, and Michael Givens then combined for four scoreless, hitless innings. The Reds' lone run was a Joey Votto home run in the fourth inning. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Well, Chris, it doesn't get much harder than this one. The Reds had opportunities throughout the ball game. They just couldn't come up with a big hit when they had the chance. And as a result, the Cubs get a chance with the ghost runner in the 10th inning, and they capitalize. First of all, they move him up. And then that kind of takes the pressure off the next guy, and Jason Hayward just unloaded with a three-run walk-off home run. You know, that's a game of baseball, really, uh, Tommy. Sometimes they go your way, sometimes they don't. There'll be a lot of people looking at this ball game, wondering what the Reds could have done differently. Could they have used a bullpen differently at the very end? Could they have used different pinch hitters along the way? This is a well-pitched ball game, really, by Vladimir Gutierrez and every other reliever that came in. Santillan, Sessa, Givens, and then Brock came in, and you know, to his defense, he's not been around very long. He's been missed a month uh, in the middle of the season here, and you put him into a very tough ball game, and it was a tough spot, especially when you're playing on the road and they start with that ghost runner at second base. You're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. I, I, I was pretty impressed with what we saw out of Vladimir Gutierrez. I, I was a little concerned after his last couple of starts. He hadn't thrown this many innings, so uh, he had struggled a little bit his two prior starts. You mentioned he threw the ball well tonight, and uh, I, I was I was happy to see that. He's a real competitor. I, I think that uh, he's a guy that pitched well enough to get a win in a ball game like he did tonight. Uh, unfortunately, the other guy was pitching very well too, Alec Mills, and mowed the Reds down pretty well. But I was impressed with Vladimir Gutierrez. Always am. I just love the way he competes. I love his combination of breaking pitches, and I also love his feel for the game. And that's why I think where he is at his best. Reds need to find a way to get the bats going in St. Louis. They do uh, because they're going to face some pitchers that shut them down. They're going to face John Lester on the very first night in there on Friday night and uh, Lester pitched a dandy of a ball game against them back in Cincinnati. Hopefully they'll be able to solve him. The Cardinals are on their winning side it looks like tonight so it'll be one of those things where they're going to feel like they can beat the Reds and climb right back into this wild card. Reds fall final score four to one at Wrigley in ten. Yid back to you. Now to the highlights, Vladimir Gutierrez retired the first two batters he faced in the bottom of the first on Wednesday night, but then he had to face Ian Happ, and Happ did what Happ does against Cincinnati. University of Cincinnati product, Ian Happ standing in with his average just at 219, 20 home runs, 49 batted in, but boy, this guy has been on some kind of tear lately. The 0-1 pitch, and he hammers it right field, way back there, and I mean way back there, out of Wrigley Field. Home run Ian Happ. That is his 21st home run of the year. His 22nd career home run against the Reds. That is in just 70 games he has done that. 
The Reds didn't do a whole lot against Alec Mills to begin the game. Jonathan India led off the first with a base hit. Tyler Naquin then hit into a fielder's choice, and Nick Castellanos grounded into a double play. They went out in order in the second. They put a runner on third in the third, but he was stranded. Naquin singled the lead off the fourth inning, but Castellanos hit into another double play. So two out, and the base is empty, but Joey Votto tied things up with one swing of the bat. Payoff pitch. Votto swings, he drives it. High and deep to left, way back, gone, Votto. Joey Votto with his 29th home run of the year ties the game. That home run was number 324 in Votto's career, tying him with Frank Robinson for second on the all-time Reds list. Johnny Bench is number one with 389 home runs. After the home run he gave up in the first, Vladimir Gutierrez really settled down and pitched well. He put a couple of runners on base in the second, walked the batter in the third. After pitching a 1-2-3 fourth, Gutierrez walked the first batter in the fifth inning, but he struck out Alec Mills and then ended the inning and his night against Rafael Ortega. Gutierrez back to the plate, the 2-1 pitch. Ground ball sharply hit backhand pick. Moustakis goes to second one. Farmer Devado, double play. Wow, nice play. And it started with a good pick to the backhand of Mike Moustakis. Here's the pitching line for Gutierrez. Five innings, two hits, one run. It was earned. Two walks, six strikeouts, a home run, 85 pitches, 47 of those, four strikes. Tony Santion replaced Gutierrez and set the Cubs down in order in both the sixth and the seventh innings. After the Votto home run, Cincinnati couldn't get anything going against Alec Mills in the fifth or the sixth. Rowan Wick pitched a scoreless seventh. He then retired the first two batters in the top of the eighth before Jonathan India doubled the center field, but Tyler Naquin grounded out to strand India. Luis Sessa pitched a 1-2-3 eighth for the Reds. Cody Hoyer pitched a ninth for Chicago, and he set Castellanos, Votto, and Moustakis down in order. Michael Givens came out to pitch the bottom of the ninth for Cincinnati. He set the Cubs down in order, so we go to the tenth. The Reds started with Delano DeShields as the ghost runner on second base against Cody Hoyer. Kyle Farmer popped up the shortstop for out number one. Tucker Barnhart struck out. So did Max Schrock. The inning was over. Brad Brock was the Reds pitcher in the bottom of the 10th. Wilson Contreras was the runner on second base for the Cubs. Patrick Wisdom was first up. He singled the left field, but Contreras had to hold at third base. That was the Cubs' first hit since the second inning of this game. Next up was Jason Hayward, and he ended the ballgame. Contreras at third. He's the winning run with the game tied at one here in the bottom of the 10th. Brock to the plate, the pitch. Hayward hammers it right field, and that will win it. It is gone off the scoreboard and right. A three-run home run for Jason Hayward. Sends the Cubs home 4-1 winners over the Reds tonight at Wrigley. Here are the totals for Chicago. Four runs, four hits, no errors, three left on base. For Cincinnati, one run on six hits, one error. They stranded five. Hoyer the winner, 7-2. Brock the loser, 1-2. Home runs in the game for Cincinnati, Votto number 29. For Chicago, Hap number 21. Hayward the game winner, his eighth of the season. Two hours and 48 minutes. 25,861 on hand at Wrigley Field. And with the defeat, the Reds are now 74 and 67 on the season. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. Five straight series losses now. Are these getting a little tougher to take with so much on the line uh, right now? And 
particularly the pitching you got tonight? Yeah, we, we, we lost the series. Um, you know, we have an off day. Uh, tomorrow we come back, we play the Cardinals. It's, it's, uh, we, we got a lot ahead of us to, to keep playing for, and um, we just have to keep playing. Um, obviously, a tough, tough loss uh, tonight. They all are, but uh, we have a lot, lot uh, left ahead of us, and you know, we, we put it behind us and we move forward. What is your basic philosophy on intentionally walking guys in this now extra inning situation? Free runner, you had a first base and open a couple times there. Does that enter your mind to possibly potentially walk a guy? Sure. Yeah, it's always it's always a, um, a thought, a possibility. Um, it, it's hard to have a general philosophy just because it's every situation is different. Every hitter. Inning score pitcher, obviously they're all different. Um, the disadvantage of of walking the bases loaded is you're putting your pitcher in a situation where a walk uh, ends the game. So, um, you know, and and there's a a certain amount of uh, likelihood that that could happen. So, it's uh, you, you give your pitcher a little bit more room to work. You you still have to get three outs, and you kind of take. Uh, that risk out of the equation. So obviously that didn't, didn't, uh, uh, work, uh, tonight. And, uh, but for the most part, uh, not always, but a, a lot of times, uh, in late game situations like that, that's the way I look at it. The Reds have Thursday off, but they open a three game series against the Cardinals in St. Louis on Friday night. Tyler Malley pitches game one. He's 11 and five. He'll be opposed by lefty John Lester, who is looking for his sixth win of the season. We're on the air with the pregame show at 745. First pitch is set for 815. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night from Chicago, the Cubs over the Reds four to one. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap.